welcome to another series of the new Game of Leadership Online Summit. My name is Zorina Dimitrova, host of the summit, and today I have the pleasure to have over Ishlai Chabuk, executive coach, uh, and somebody who's, who I've become closer over the past year with. I'm very um, thrilled to have her over. For, for this webinar, it's the first time we're doing this. We've had a few videos uh, recorded before that, but we've never had actually an um, interactive group. And today we've had quite a few people, we have quite a few people joining. So I'm very curious as to <laughs> the, this interactive session. We're gonna be talking about the art of creating mini meaningful connections. So I'm gonna let Ishlai introduce herself in a bit. I'm just gonna tell you what I know about her. First of all, she's an amazing person. She's beautiful. <laughs> she's had 15 years of uh, working experience in, a, in, standard and, in, a, in Standard and Poor's 500 companies in finance. Prior to that, she was working as an emergency nurse in Istanbul, and that was a quite swift career um, turn. And so, Ishley. <laughs> thank you so much Take it away. thank you thank you for having me first of all let me say hi to Afak and Natalie who just joined us thank you all for coming in almost 30 years ago I moved to United States to go to school studying finance I was an international student uh, so to keep my international student status, I had to be a full-time student. And because I was on my own, I moved there on my own, I was also um, financially supporting myself. So that meant uh, working full-time as well. I was working as an assistant food and beverage director at a hotel restaurant in New York. After I graduated, I left the hotel restaurant business and I started looking for a position in the field of finance because as an international student, we have one year to stay in the States to get an experience in the field we study. And if we're lucky, if we're good, they might sponsor us to stay. Uh, so when I left, I was not much hopeful um, and the reason is, if you were to see my resume by then, you would understand it so well. Uh, on my resume, I had nothing related to finance. As Zorina said, before my finance degree, I had a nursing degree, and I was working as a food and beverage director. So nothing related to finance. Um, I did not have any internship experience because, again, I was working full-time and going to school full-time, that meant literally I was sleeping four hours on average until I finished school. So no time for internship. And on top of that, my GPA was not even high. I left the restaurant business and I started looking for a job. And a couple of weeks later, one of my bartender called me and he said, one of our regular client came to a hotel restaurant and she asked about me, saying that, where is Ushulai? It's been a couple of weeks now. I haven't seen her. Is she on vacation? And my bartender tells her that I left because I finished school. And now I'm looking for a position in the field of finance. So this person 
gives her card to my bartender and says, tell Ushulai to call me. So when I got her card, I was both so excited and so afraid. I am so excited because this person was working in one of the world's largest well-known financial information company. That makes me excited. And I was so afraid because of my resume, like they wouldn't call me. But a couple of days later, they called me for interview. I went in, two people interviewed me, not the person, uh, my uh, client from the hotel restaurant, but two different people interviewed me. And they literally hired me on the spot. But of course, don't keep your hopes high. They hired me on the spot because this was a really entry-level position. And it was a temp position. But who cares? I am in. I am in this company that I would have no idea that I would be. And this was my time now to show them how great I am. This was an opportunity. So about four or five months into staying in the company, they offered me a permanent position. They sponsored me for my uh, work visa, uh, followed by green card, followed by citizenship and all that stuff. I've had that opportunity to work in this amazing company with brilliant people. It was a place that I learned there more than I've learned in school. This is totally true. I've had that opportunity because of my relationship in the hotel restaurant with my client. When she came into hotel, not only I made sure that she's getting good service, good food, I was also genuinely interested in her, asking her questions, how her day was, and then listen to it. So again, my name is Ishlai Chabuk. I am an executive leadership and personal growth coach. I get to work with high performing, successful and powerful people. I get to work with people who know if they succeed, their families and friends will benefit from that. They know if they succeed, their colleagues and companies will benefit from that. They know if they succeed, their clients, communities, and the world at large will benefit from that. My clients come to work with me because even with the success in their past and the positive impact they created, sometimes they lose focus. My clients come to work with me because sometimes they cannot see the great in themselves the way others do. My clients come to work with me because sometimes they have a new idea they want to bring to life or new challenge they're facing. I am passionate about creating meaningful connections. And today I am honored to be sharing some insights with you all.
Thank you for coming. So let's just dive in. First of all, I want to say hi to Steve, who just walked in, and Lily. Welcome, both of you. Well, thank you. Excellent. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Lily. So I'm going to share my um, PowerPoint with you guys. How's that? Great. Excellent. Okay. So if I want to put this in one sentence, the art of creating meaningful connections, this would be the sentence. Greeting each person with an openness to learn more about that person, a willingness to help, and an effort to stay connected. But of course, we're here today, so we're not going to leave it with one sentence. Let's open this up. Uh, I am going to put these into steps to make it even easier for you all. So first step from that sentence, if we take greet each person with an openness to learn more about that person, if um, we are meeting the person um, at that moment, that is probably different. Right there, uh, I'm gonna come on next slides, but if we know we're gonna meet that person, let's say you're having a meeting, you're having a network event, you're going somewhere and you have the list of people, you can actually figure out who you want to talk with beforehand. And why is this important? Because if you were to know about the person beforehand, what are the um, interests of that person? What is the background? What are some common areas you have with that person? Is it the same school you went to? Is it the same company you worked? Is it the same, same interest you have? Maybe volunteerings you do that has the same cause. And when you meet that person, that knowledge basically um, helps you to open up a conversation easily. And it automatically creates closeness between two people because you have something common. And how do we do this? Right now, of course, we're extremely lucky. Information is everywhere. As professionals, of course, the first place I would say to go to LinkedIn. If you go to LinkedIn, um, there, there's all these information about the person, their schools, the places they work, their volunteerings, their um, interests, everything is there. And while I am talking about this now, I just want to remind you all, of course, if your LinkedIn profile is not up to date, it's a good time to update it. If it's not LinkedIn, of course, there are other areas you can also check. Uh, every other social media we have right now. Um, so then, second would be when you meet the person, either face-to-face -face or online, 
being genuinely curious about that person and ask open-ended question. But of course, more importantly, pause and listen what that person is saying. So many of you probably know this already, uh, but I'm going to still um, talk about what is open-ended questions. Open-ended questions start with when, where, what, how, tell me more, what else? Those are the questions make the other person to think before they answer. It's thought provoking. And those are the questions. It cannot be answered with yes and no, because most of the time when we ask a question can be answered with yes and no, conversation might actually stop right there. Have you attended class today? Yes. Boom. If the other person is not willing to share more, you get the yes and it ends there. So that's why open-ended questions are extremely important to get to know more about the people. And why listening is important. So asking the question and then pausing, being totally focused on someone else creates a different kind of talking, different kind of listening, and different kind of relation. Listening, um, I've sent an email and many of you responded to my email. Um, I was asking if you had experienced someone not listening to you and what was the impact of it on you. And thank you all responding to that email. I've got great answers. And here's what you guys said. Listening makes you feel important, makes you happy, makes you feel worthy, valued. It builds trust between two people, shows that we care. And this is very interesting, of course, helps the other person listen more. Because most of the time, people talk a lot because they think they're not being heard. So if you listen to them, you get more listening in turn from others. Okay. Um, so how do we listen? And how do we show that we actually listen? How the other person understands we listen? If we're face-to-face, -face, hopefully after Corona, we'll go back to it. Um, but this applies even now uh, with the uh, virtual world. When you're with people, uh, looking at the person face-to-face, -face, using eye contact and being still, not um, looking, looking this side, looking at your telephone uh, or moving around, just being still and showing that you're actually listening. Listening with no judgment. Because what happens if we start with listening, 
with judgment, then we actually start listening our own head. We're not anymore listening the person, but we're just listening to ourselves because we're in the judgment state. And best way to do it, when you're going into conversation, I'm going to listen for not agreements or disagreements, just to listen the person. And of course, we're human being. Our brains are running like crazy all the time. When you become aware that you drift away, your attention goes somewhere else, it's never late. You can always pull yourself back. And being honest is always better than missing the conversation. You can always say, I'm sorry, I missed it. Can you repeat? So pulling yourself back to the conversation. And making verbal cues, we all do, um, saying, I see, I understand, or just nodding your head, something to show the person that you're listening. And of course, reframing what they say or repeating one word so they understand you actually listen. So now, I am going to ask you to play with me. I am going to put you in breakout rooms, two people in breakout rooms, and one person will ask a question to the other, open-ended question. When the person answers, you will follow with another open-ended question according to what other person said. Each per you, uh, I'm gonna ask you to take turns. One of you ask five questions, open-ended questions, and take turn the other person ask. Do not rush because it's not always easy to come up with open-ended questions. Be kind to yourself, take your time, and just have fun right now. Uh, I'm not doing it um, automatic, I'm doing it manual. All right, so I, we will be in there, let's say seven minutes. Each person takes time, takes turn, five open-ended questions. I am opening it up. Have fun, everyone. Thank you. All right. Welcome, Afak. Welcome, Lily. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. The others are walking in slowly. Welcome back, everyone. So, how was it? It was awesome. <laughs> Gerlin, who are you with? With uh, me, was... Cynthia. Uh, yeah, Cynthia. I'm with Cynthia. It, it went quite I fast. Knew... We did yeah. not, yeah. not realize the time, time was to... passing. Yeah. I know, I know. I was thinking about five minutes, but then I said, no, that's that's too short. Okay, uh, what are what are some um um what did you notice when you were in there? How was it um, for others? If you want to share, please come um, off mute. For me, it was very 
heartwarming. You know, you it's it's incredible how fast you uh, build rapport. I was with Ingrid. <laughs> Here she is. Yeah, and it's uh, incredible how fast people actually open up and and speak from their soul. That's amazing for me. Wonderful. You know, it only takes a few minutes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Who else? Who else like to share how it was for you? Uh, I can share it, shall I? Yeah. Uh, I did talk to Melissa and she was, uh, she sounded, yeah, we really found report very easily and she sounded very optimistic about even the darker sides of our life currently. So I, I enjoyed that and hearing the other side and all the upsides of the current uh, life situation for everybody. So I really enjoyed that. Excellent. Thank you for sharing, Natalie. Sure. I, can I? Uh, yes, Maria. Uh, so I was speaking with Steve and uh, in the beginning, I think we had a little, we were a bit slow, <laughs> but then we just interrupted. Uh, so, but it was nice. So we found out that uh, um, uh, we end kind of okay in finance, uh, both with the SAP, uh, and then uh, yes, we spoke a bit about uh, yeah, uh, oh. the COVID and future traveling plans and where do we live and why all this. Excellent. So you find out you were both in finance. How was it for you, yeah. Steve? Yeah, it was. It was good. I think it's always hard to you know, ask an open-ended question. So sometimes we might ask, a, we, we, there were a couple of times we asked a non-open question, but we kind of followed it up, you know, almost in the same sentence uh, to get more out of the, out of a yes, no, rather than just asking a yes, no. Uh, but, but it was, yeah, it was the same. It was very nice uh, chatting with Maria and it's easy to, um, it's easy once you're going back and forth with more of a conversational approach to uh, get to know someone. You put it wonderfully, Steve. Sometimes, yes, we do ask yes and no questions, but again, we can follow it with an open-ended one. So then con conversation continues, basically. Right. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Thank you. If there's, an, uh, if there's no one else, I am gonna continue the uh, PowerPoint. Perfect. So I just, as soon as you come back, I wanted to uh, put this here by Maya Angelou. Many of you probably know her and I love what she says here. Uh, I've learned that people will forget what she said. People for forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And by listening, just like we said before, we make them, we make people feel valued, important, worthy, happy, and all that positive um, feelings. So the second step would be willingness to help. Now, I put 50% versus 100% there, because if we think that I'll do 50% and the other person needs to do 50%, that would add up to 100, that is not how we look at it. It is 100% from each side. 
And many people come to me and they say, but I don't have anything to offer. And I say, everyone has something to offer. We can figure that out if we again listen to the person. If we listen to the person, we can hear the needs of that person. What do they like? What kind of challenges do they have? So then when, when we have the conversation and we're off to our own life, if we get to see something that relates to what we heard, we can always, it could be an article, it could be a person we connect them, we can send it to them and say, I saw this and thought about you. Let me know what you think. This basically tells the other person, you listened, not only you listened, you remembered about what they told you. It's a great way to connect with people in a deeper level. You can connect them with other people. If you, again, hear the person and see what other people have, you can connect them with right people so they can help each other. You can volunteer. Volunteering, um, I've had a story back in 2018. They came to me and they said, there is a modern dance company from Turkey. They were invited to New York because they're so good. Uh, they came to me and they said, can you help this dance company because they need help with English. So I said yes to it without knowing how much work it was going to be. It took me about four and a half months to get them to United States. But at the end, I didn't care because these people are good. All they're lacking is English and I'm not gonna let them down. And I know I, 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 know I cannot be in a world with, without art. So I supported them without asking anything. The day they performed, um, they were so good. Some people came to them and they said they're interested in them. And that company continued conversation with me. And guess what happens? They invited me to Davos World Economic Forum. There is no way I would see myself there if it wasn't for this conversation I had with these people. So volunteering, but of course, if you're interested in it. Genuine interest is always the key here. Effort to stay connected. This is the part many people fail because as it says, effort takes a lot of effort. You connect, they don't respond. You connect, they don't respond. How many times do you connect? So first thing, um, effort to stay connected, of course, we need to get the um, contact information. If this was a world that we were face-to-face, -face, we were able to give cards, um, rule of thumb, do not ever give your card unless you're asked, because how many of you were given a card which you put into your purse or your uh, pocket, bring it home to your desk, and then straight to garbage. Raise your hand if that applies to you. Yes. So you can ask for their card if you're interested in them, 
But I say, don't give your card unless they ask you. Follow up 24 hours in 24 hours. I mean, I think this is not even applicable anymore because right now everyone has their phones in their hands with email in there, all the LinkedIn, all the other social media. So as soon as you can, right after you connect with the person, if you want to continue with that person. And what do you say when you connect? This is either after you meet the person or it may even that you never met the person yet, let's say on LinkedIn, you're interested in that person that you want to connect. What do you say? Um, so if you met, then telling them how wonderful that to meet with them, but also something about them that stick to your mind and repeat it back to them. What you told me, let's say, how you got your first job was amazing. Something about them. And if it is a new connection that you never met with this person, that you want to have connection on LinkedIn, I'm saying LinkedIn because we're all professionals, but it could be any other social media as well. Introducing yourself shortly and then saying something about them, why you're interested in them, and then just asking to connect. Once they accept your connect, and then you can ask to meet with them. Right now, of course, it's a virtual meeting, but hopefully world become, will become free COVID. So you can ask a phone call, and then maybe coffee out, lunch out, however the situation fits. That's why I say use technology to eliminate technology. Connecting with technology is perfect, but keeping it there always kind of weakens the connection. So it's always a better idea to have it face to face. And many people come to me and they say, you know, I, I did not connect with this person for like six months. And now I feel a little shy. I don't know what to say when I go back and say hi. So there's always a chance to reconnect with people. Their birthdays are all over the places. If you're interested in the person, if you're interested in reconnecting, birthday wishes, their anniversaries are the same thing. When they got new positions, it's also on LinkedIn, it's posted. And of course, my favorite, there's always at least one day a year that you can reconnect with someone um, that you lose connect and that is the new year. Okay, I don't know how much time we have. It is 46. Um, I was going to do this, but it might take a while. Um, let me see what else do I have after this. Okay. Um, so maybe a couple of you might want to share this exercise if we go through. I invite you to think about one to three people in your life that you consider as good listeners. And let me know when you come up with a couple names. And then I will ask you to think about these people. If they come in in any of these categories for you, you like them, you love them, 
or you respect them. And the third one, of course, if you want to be liked, loved, or respected, what is it that you see? If anyone wants to share um, their thoughts, please come up and share it with us. Um, can I go? I wanted to share. Absolutely, Gerlin. Yes. Yeah. So um, I would say uh, I consider myself as a good listener, but obviously I have my friends who are good listeners because whenever I have some issues or problems to uh, um, problems in life or something else uh, related to assignment or something like that, uh, I have someone to whom I can to whom with I can uh, share and they're they're just listening so uh, one of my friend uh, who just asked me that do you want me to listen or do you want me to give a solution so when I am like not in the mood of listening uh, from uh, from my friend I ask I ask him to just um, listen to me what's going on what's what's going on what a problem I'm facing right now. So I think this is the um, key to maintain a relationship between each other or any other person. Um, the second thing is um, the people you heard me. Oh, I, I like them all uh, and I respect them. And I respect them because they tolerate me a lot. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. Uh, I have this thing that uh, I just wanted to share this thing with you. That's it. Thank yeah. you for sharing, Gerlaine. Thank you for sharing. I love it when you say you respect them all because they tolerate you. This is this is what you get from that. I love that. Thank you for sharing. If anyone else wants to share, please go ahead. Okay. Hi, Steve. Yes, please go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to mention that um, I've found that uh, some managers of mine um, in the past have been good listeners, and you can tell they're good listeners uh, when you, you know, are explaining your project or whatever it might be, and then they come back and they can give you some some good advice. Like you know that they're listening, they know that they're giving you direction, and um, you know, I've always respected them and liked them for that and other reasons. So, um, you know, without mentioning names, that's, you know, generally speaking, some managers are not good listeners and, you know, different way of working yeah. that way. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, Steve. So you're saying if they're, I understand they're listening to me because they can come back and help me with the uh, project you're on, give some advices that shows you that they're listening. Right, and that's true during an interview typically you know, if you're if you're asked a question and you answer it and then they move on to the next question, I'm not sure if they heard my answer or if they just wanted to get a question out. You know, so there's I see. <laughs> I see. Yeah, it's like back to back questions without saying anything about the answer you have given. Correct. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Steve, for sharing. So now we're at the end of it. And I am so curious to know, you can come up and say it. You can put it into chat. 
one thing you're going to do differently as a result of what you've just learned. I'm going to stop sharing. One thing you're going to do differently as a result of this workshop. You can go ahead, Ingrid. Um, I think I will be more courageous to really follow up because sometimes I think, yes, I had a really good conversation with somebody, but then I feel like, oh, maybe the person forgot about me or, or how am I going to introduce myself back? But I think I want to learn how to really follow up and get a conversation going from there. Excellent. Thank you, Ingrid. Thank you for sharing. Yes, a lot of people struggle with that. So being courageous. Thank you. I think I'm going to start saying happy birthday more often. I used to do it before, but then I thought, uh, do people actually value a happy birthday on social media at all? Or is it just, or, or is it just a cheap way to bug them or to show yourself to them? And then I stopped, but I think I'm going to start again. <laughs> yes, I, I can also I share. Think, so, you know, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, yes. Melissa. Oh, sorry. Uh, so my my thoughts on this it's it has been really incredible, Ishalai, to see you here, um, and also uh, the, the, this audience. So, what I would like to do is um, continue to reach out. To, to friends and participate in webinars and um, bring uh, the best out of this challenging situation of the COVID. But it turns out to be extremely interesting to establish connections with people all over the world. So this is something that um, I had already told you that I was doing, which is participating in the Toastmasters meetings, uh, which yeah. allows me to reconnect with people in New York but also get to know uh, I connected with the Toastmasters Club in Porto in Portugal and to connect with uh, people that I don't know but speak my language so to continue to take um, the best out of these crazy things with the COVID and the pandemic but there is really a lot happening in the digital format and I think um, we have to explore and create more meaningful connections and, and it's then like exponential right you can really reach out to people all over the world so um, I, I think that um yeah that's something that i i i think this meeting inspired me inspired me to do but uh, more often because i i started but then there were other things coming so i will be more persistent in that yeah thank you thank you for sharing all of but we can always come back and uh, as you said this crazy time and right now, people are actually meaningful ones. So thank you for sharing that, Melissa. You know, I was going to, um, um, Zorina, when you said, you know, you kind of pulled away from saying happy birthday. Here's what I do. When I say happy birthday, because everyone says happy birthday, I always follow up with happy birthday. How are you? I am doing well, how are you? And then I say, how about a phone call into a conversation? Same thing. I, I see on LinkedIn when I have my anniversary, this and that. 
people just auto, it automatically says happy anniversary, Ushulai, right? Happy anniversary, it says. I know if a person put an effort into it, I always add the person name at the end. Happy birthday, Zorina. Happy anniversary, Zorina. And then follow with, how are you? And then conversation starts. I sure, I, yes. I do that as well. No, no, I understand. But but what what is the really good advice that you just gave is offer a catch up call. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, what will you do differently because of what you know right now? Um, I wanted to go. Um, so uh, I was thinking that I should make uh, connections um, with uh, professionals. But just in this um, in the state where I live, so now I'm thinking that I should be making connections globally with people. Like uh, just uh, just right now, what I'm doing is globally connecting with with you guys through uh, Zoom. So that's a great way that I think that I should connect with people globally. And I'm gonna do this by achieving uh, what my goal is to achieve. And after that, I will achieve it globally, connecting with people. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Gurleen. Thank you. Who else? What will you do differently? Uh, I would say, Shalai, I would be asking more open-end questions in my conversations with my friends or colleagues. That Thank gives you them for sharing, Natalie. Yeah, to uh, tell me more about them, what maybe is on their hearts and minds, and us to connect deeper with each other. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Yeah, I would. This is Steve. I would. Um, I'd like to practice listening more. Um, I like to. I find like I like to talk and and provide my advice and stuff like that. But then I don't listen enough. Um, and ask other people um, who I'm trying to help more about what they want to get help on. I kind of just throw my ideas out there. And so I'm going to spend a little more time listening. I love that, Steve. You know, the first thing is to become aware of, of that, just like you said. So I'm going to practice that. The, the change comes with awareness. So I engage your awareness on that, and I am looking forward to hearing. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Someone else? Maria? You're moved. You're muted. Um, no, it was just that... Um the the call was stopped and freeze and I was what happened uh, I, but I, I can I can also say something uh, I know uh, so um, I, I think I'm always a bit afraid of doing questions <laughs> so so I will do more questions in the future uh, so I felt a bit inspired with the 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 exercise and um, also this thing about uh, volunteer, yeah, I, I liked the, that you, because I like to volunteer, but I always don't um, feel very, 
I'm more the introvert type, so I feel a bit difficult to do it. But I think I will do, uh, yeah, in the future more, yeah, to connect with the people. Uh, I think it's a good idea. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that, Maria. Coming up here is the first step, probably, that you switch that introvert thing into something else. <laughs> yes. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Did we miss anyone? Anyone else wants to share what you will be doing differently because of what you know now? 